welcome back to another episode of Into the 99, where we've got 99 cards, because Commander's number one. I am one of your hosts, Daniel. I am joined today with my good friends, Slothy and Brian, who I am introducing this weekend. Uh, Slothy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. Uh, pretty good weekend. Went out for lots of food, got lots of time to uh, relax a little bit. I just felt tired, lost a little bit, so no magic this weekend, but uh, Brian and I went for food last night, and yeah. I was just talking nice. before this about how you and I got to go for food as well, too. Anyone who knows mm-hmm. me in person knows I'm a larger gentleman who likes to go and eat some food. So He's like the godfather. He just sits at buffet tables. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely a fan of going out to eat and stuff. So it was, it was definitely pretty nice. Some, some good news with work stuff. So, yeah, it was uh, just a nice little weekend to celebrate a little bit. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. And uh, Brian, how are you doing? Excellent. Uh, I'm actually going out to be playing some cards later, so I'm looking forward to it. Nice. That's not too bad. No. I'm going to see how my decks play. I am I think I overpowered some of them, so i got to try to limit them a yeah, little bit more. test how they're actually performing a little bit. Yep. It's, it's kind of hard to find that balance a lot of times. This, uh, this one that we're talking about seems like it's fairly low-ish powered, unless people leave it alone, in which case it seems like it's a very large problem. You know? Yeah. No no puns intended. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this weekend's episode, we've got Knessos, the Priest of Thassa. And this is a card from the Jumpstart stuff that I was just super in love with because this is a really fun tribe in general, and it's ve- it's basically high CMC tribal at this point. Um, Knessos is one and a blue for a merfolk cleric, and merfolk's... A great tribe. Cleric's a great tribe. There's not really blue clerics, but... Um, it's a 1-3. It is... If you would scry a number of cards, you scry that many plus one instead. So that turns a lot of the really, really low power, like scry one cards, into much more powerful. And then it has another ability. Three, and then a hybrid green or blue. You look at the top seven cards... Top seven. Look at the top card of your library. If it's Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent, you may put it on the battlefield. If you don't put it on the, uh, the battlefield, you may put it on the bottom. I wish that said scry the top so that you could look at two, but I understand why it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty neat, though. It's uh, it's definitely a cool ability to be able to trigger. Um, instant speed drop Krakens if they're on the top of the deck is is pretty silly. I've, I've named the episode What's Kraken? I think I'm hilarious. Um, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll jump right into the artifacts and stuff, but this deck really cares about scrying and about getting these multi multi tribe kraken leviathan octopus uh or serpent out and there's this a first each. artifact looks like it it's so weird yeah you take it Brian. it looks like a clam head uh, or at least that's what reminds my east coast brain a weird shrunken head yeah <laughs> yeah so we got brainstone here one colorless uh, tap two colorless and tap it to sacrifice brainstone, draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. So you can stack those krakens yes. or serpents or octopi. Get the kraken stacking. Oh. The whole deck is, it's going to be that the whole deck. <laughs> the puns. <laughs> it's a pun deck. <laughs> this deck is very pun. Leave me be. <laughs> very punny. Uh, Slothy, you want this next one? Yeah, uh, we got Midnight Clock, two and a blue. Uh, you can tap it for a blue. You can tap two and a blue to put an hour counter on Midnight Clock. 
At the beginning of each upkeep, put an hour counter on midnight clock, and when the twelfth hour counter is put on midnight clock, shuffle your hand in graveyard into your library, then draw seven cards and exile midnight clock. Yeah, I just generally love this as a mana rock. Yeah, this is a pretty good. It's uh, it's difficult to remember that it's every upkeep that that ticks up and not just yours. It's not around for 12 turns. Mm-hmm. But I do like that uh, this deck, we should have a lot of mana. We want to trigger that ability as much as we can. So being able to power dump the stuff into the reset of the hand is pretty good, as well as uh, drawing seven Krakens potentially late game when we've got our mana is also pretty good. I like this card, actually. Yeah, it's uh, I love Midnight Clock. It's pretty cool. Um, we've got a quick silver amulet in here because, obviously, uh, it's four mana. Pay four, tap it, and you can put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield. This The deck is about cheating things out for four mana, so it seems very in line with what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Actually, I, I, I'm i just like, hmm, to put that into Urza. <laughs> a quicksilver? Yeah. Cheat just make, you. <laughs> And I can pay four. <laughs> yep. Uh, next up, we just have a battle rock. We got Simic Locket. Uh, three colorless. You can tap it for a green or a blue. You can pay... Uh, oh, what's this kind of mana called again? The Hybrid. mixed mana? Hybrid. Yeah. Uh, blue and green. Uh, four of them. And tap it to sacrifice the Simic Locket. Draw two cards. Yep. Hey, draw some draw some late cards if you need if you don't need the mana anymore. Uh, Sloth, do you want this next one? Yeah. Next up, we got Talisman of Curiosity. At two mana, you can tap it for a colorless or tap it for green and a blue, and it'll deal one damage. Yes, shockingly missing from this list, a soul ring. I'm out of soul mm-hmm. rings. I have too many too many decks with soul rings, and I'm not taking things apart. So I need more soul rings. Um, if you're building this, you should probably put in a soul ring. But to be honest, you don't super need one, I guess. I don't know. I feel like you could was, put one in. There wasn't even Arcane Signet. Yeah, an Arcane Signet would be great. There's lots of great spots, but we have like a really big creature section. You'll see. You'll see. So the last one on our artifact list is the Temporal Anchor, and this is a really, really cool card for this deck. Uh, it's three colorless, three blue. It's a legendary artifact. At the beginning of your upkeep, you scry two, which is going to be great for us. Uh, whenever you choose to put one or more cards on the bottom, exile that many cards from your library. During your turn, you can play cards exiled with Temporal Anchor. If Temporal Anchor leaves, are you still able to play those cards? I don't think you would be able to. Yeah, Temporal Anchor would be the one oh. letting you play it. But uh, generally speaking, when this is out and stuff, we're going to be scrying our lands to the bottom. So this is going to give us, with our commander out, a scry three at a minimum. And yeah. almost always we should be at least hitting a land in our three, I'm hoping. Unless we've got a bad time. So we'll be able to put those, uh, put three to the bottom, uh, exile those three and like hit our land drop still. Uh, we still can stack the top of the deck with Krakens and things that we want to come out like the temporal anchor is really going to help us out by turning that scry into cards that we can play. We still got to pay for them, but that's okay. I didn't know this card was a Kraken. Uh, this one, the, your very first one. Oh yeah. Go ahead and I take was... it. It's a, it's a cool card. Oh, I, I, I thought like, I actually, I had no idea what the creature type was. Yeah. I just knew that it was a creature. Um, so we got a Rick's, a Rick's Mithies, the Slumbering Isle, two green and a blue. Legendary creature, Kraken, which blew my mind. Um, when the Slumbering Isle enters the battlefield tapped um, with five Slumbering Counters on it, as long as uh, it has Slumber Counters on it, 
It's a land. Whenever you cast a spell, you may remove a slumbering counter from Eryxmas Thieves, and you can tap it and add a blue and a black. Or, sorry, blue and a green. Yeah. I like this. It's and a 12-12. Yeah, it's a giant 12-12 creature that gives us mana ramp. A 12-12 for four is pretty cool. Um, yeah. A really, really fun thing is everyone complaining about the new Elish Norn. This will just let me drop a 12-12 for four mana if you have Elish Norn out. So go ahead and shut my ETBs off if you want. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt if you do, but yeah. Yeah, anything that removes yeah. counters or like makes it so things don't enter with counters or an end the turn effect so that it enters and then has that ETB effect, you, you'll just get your 12-12 that taps for two mana. Let's uh, let's end, let's end with creatures. We're gonna we're gonna skip to okay. Yeah, we'll we'll end with creatures. I I, I like my creature section the most. So uh, <laughs> let's let's go down to our enchantments. And- we'll pretend Erexmethes was was unknown. Uh, the first one is a card that's amazing for this deck. Uh, this is Awakening. It's a card that just recently got reprinted with a list printing, making it like a five dollar card or six dollar card, whatever. Uh, it's two double green at the beginning of each player's upkeep. Untap all creatures and all lands. That's generally kind of got a little bit of a downside, but I have a four mana mana sink that I can potentially flood the board with, literally flood the board with Leviathans and Krakens. Uh, it's going to be significantly better for me that my like 12-12s and 10-10s and stuff untap every turn and that I just get to like play Kraken Roulette off the top of my deck every turn. Like your, your like your little elves untapping aren't going to be as big of an issue as like my big, my big old Kraken boys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Awakening really, really is going to put in a ton of work and let us trigger that ability the most. Because that's at the end of the day, I'm a simple man who likes to play Kraken Roulette. Can you tell that Dan's into anime? <laughs> All the tentacles, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Uh, next up, we have Garruk's Uprising. Garruk, Two and a gr- Garruk, you animal. Potato, potato. <laughs> Uh, when Garruk's up, Garruk's uprising enters the battlefield, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw a card. Creatures you control have trample. Whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. That's going to be great to, uh, stack with your, because if you know what you're scrying to the top all the time, you're like, I will bring in a Kraken and this will let me draw a card and I will play that land and then I'll try Kraken roulette again. And all my Krakens have trampled. Yeah, we're not really playing as much roulette as I'm making it out to be because we do have a lot of top deck control. As blue does. Yeah. 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 Um, next up, we've got In Search of Greatness, two green. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a permanent spell from your hand with mana value equal to one plus the highest mana value among other permanents you control without paying its mana cost. And if you don't, scry one. I got rid. I, I removed this card from my decks because it really. I thought it was going to put in work, but it didn't. But I can see why you have it for the scry. Well, the scry and for the giant octopuses because it's one plus the highest CMC, right? Yeah. So, I like it. At, at yeah. worst case, it's just giving me extra extra opportunities to scry. Yeah. Yeah. Just like this next card, Mystic Redaction, uh, two and a blue, a card you don't really see in Commander very often, which I like. Uh, it's at the beginning of your upkeep. You scry one. And whenever you discard a card, each opponent mills two. No one really cares about that much, that one that much. But yeah, this one's a, a phenomenally strong card in draw decks, and no one's really playing it right now. But like, if I make myself draw 30, and then I have to discard 23 cards and make everyone mill 46, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mystic Redaction's great. 
what I, I have a mesmeric orb in my Urza deck, and my friends did not enjoy that. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. <laughs> Make thirty mesmeric orbs pass the turn. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> that's a bad. That's your bad person. I also run the ginger taxes, so shh. <laughs> people, people have earned it, Brian. Uh, I'm gonna let you have this one because I'm not even gonna bother with that first word. The Netherese Puzzle Ward. Yeah, uh, there we go. Thank three, you. Three in a blue. It's got Focus Beam. At the beginning of your upkeep, you roll a d4 and you scry X, where X is the result. And it has perfect illumination. Whenever you roll a die's natural uh, highest result, you draw a card. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, every time I'm getting mm-hmm. my nat fours. Okay. I don't know if anyone actually calls nat fours, but <laughs> I'm calling it a nat four if I get it on this. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Roll that nat twenty. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That'd be that'd be great. <laughs> I rolled a nat twelve, guys. Yeah. It everything's a nat. Yeah. <laughs> Me, me, just at the craps table. Oh, not six, Dan- Daniel. You have to leave. <laughs> You're playing the wrong game. Yeah. Uh, so we got quest for Ula's Allah's Allah's temple. Is it Allah? I think it's Ula. I think you're right. Ula. Seven, yeah. U- Ula. Uh, so it's one blue. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may look at the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, you may reveal it and put it put a quest counter on quest for Ula's temple. At the beginning of each end step, if there are three or more quest counters on Quest for Ula's Temple, you may put a Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. Yeah, Yeah, terrifying. At the beginning of each end step, every turn. Yeah, that's that's something I want to do. Yeah, first off, it's hilarious. Second off, I just like to threaten the table in games a lot. So it's really fun to, at the beginning of my upkeep, look at the top part of my library, which I usually will know, and if for some reason I don't know what it is, know that it's a Kraken and flash it at the table and be like, hey, ah, ah. So, so what's up? You better be nice to me. Yeah. I, I really like Quest Rulers Temple. It does a lot. Oh, this card's definitely going to put in work here. Sloth, yeah. you want to take this one? Yeah. Uh, we got Training Grounds. It's blue. Activated abilities of creatures you control cost up to two less to activate. Uh, this effect can't reduce the amount of mana an ability costs to activate to less than one mana. Two mana get any Kraken off the top of your library? Yeah, that's yeah, not kind, of, kind of gross. I was going to put the Biomaster's Familiar in two, but it just uh, mm. I, I was out of creature slots. There, there was just not ah. enough. So now you got to test play it and see if there's something that doesn't work as well? Yeah. Then we also... You just got to be kind of basic. Yeah, true. I already It's already pretty low on these basics. Uh, we've already got a Wilderness... and Sorry. No, we've already. We also have Wilderness Reclamation. Uh, three and a green. At the beginning of your end step, untap all lands you control, which again, we definitely care about doing. That's, uh, that's a big thing we want to do is have our lands untapped. Slothy even made a comment, by the way, at the beginning that he was proud of me. 
He didn't say it in those words, but I saw it in his eyes that he was proud of me that there was more than one instant in this deck. Yeah, I, I, I would have taken proud into that. Yeah. Yeah. Then I then I made a comment that they're not good instants, but but they're there. I mean, yeah. But you want to start us off just, with them? Yeah. Uh, we've got Anticipate. One in a blue, look at the top three cards of your library, put one of them into your hand, and the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. Yeah, not horrible. And then, obviously, we're going to have a Brainstorm. Uh, one blue, draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. Yeah, stacking that deck is great. Uh, we have Contact Other Plane. Three and a blue, you roll a d20. Uh, one to nine, you draw two cards. 10 to 19, you scry 2, then draw 2 cards. 20, you scry 3, then draw 3 cards. I have to go back to the other day. Do you even have a D4? Yeah. I have the bare ones, remember? All right. Yeah, I've got, uh, like, I've got, like, a D&D set of, like, the bare ones, and then uh, it's bears and butterflies. <laughs> okay, that sounds, that sounds like Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love the bears and the butterflies, yes. Oh, man. Uh, Nat 20, uh, I can say it in this one. <laughs> you can, you can. <laughs> Me rolling a four and yelling Nat 4. Yeah, it's a chill Oh, man. Uh, so the next one we have going on here is Deliberate. I do kind of like this. He's just kind of meditating and thinking. One colorless and a blue, scratch tooth, and draw a card. Not bad, not bad. Then we've got Growth Spiral, green and a blue, draw a card. Then you may put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. I love this card. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, the foil promos that they were handing out. Absolutely love them. Oh, yeah. This is just really cool artwork. It's always been really cool artwork. I do want a playmat of that. I have it. I, mm -hmm. I think I've seen them around, but I just keep forgetting to pick one up. Yeah, that's... Uh, Growth Spiral definitely just has, like, a... You can't go wrong. Your extra land drop, your draw. It's It's lovely. And scrying, we can generally control what we're getting anyway, so we'll be able to take good advantage of it. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Harrow as well. Uh, two and a green. As an additional cost to cast it, you sack a land. You search a library for up to two basics, put them on, untap, then shuffle. I 100% would not want to be on that land. Hmm. Yeah, the this is the Tyranids one. Yeah, that. Our work, yeah. <laughs> uh, Man-made horrors beyond my comprehension. <laughs> True. Uh, Sloth, you out this one? Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Natural Connection. Two in a green. You can search your library for basic land card, put on the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle. Yeah. I didn't know about this one. I'm going to have to go and find some of those. More ramp always. Natural Connection? Yeah, it's, it's not a horrible instant. We've also got Opt. Just one blue. You scry one, you draw a card. It's everything we like. Yeah. Ooh, this art's cool. Otherworldly Gaze. One blue. <clears throat> Look at the top three cards of your library. Put any number of them into your graveyard, and then the rest back on top of your library in any order, with flashback of two. Yeah, I do There's like so that. many eyes. Yeah. Um, we've got Ranger's Guile. Uh, single green. Target creature you control gets plus one, plus one, and hexproof until end of turn. I'm rubbing off on you, Dan. One thing in the deck will give <laughs> protection. One thing and one thing alone, but that's it's, it's starting. It's, it's a start. Yeah, Gen generally things that I consider like my lower power, I don't stack in to like protect them at all cost cards. You guys should see the coma list. <clears throat> the coma list is a problem. Yeah, the com the coma list would make Slothy's heart happy. <laughs> and then we've got uh, the last instant on this list is Wild Shape. 
Uh, it's one green. You choose one until end of turn. Target creature you control has the base power and toughness and becomes that type and gains the ability. I uh, can make it a 1-3 turtle with hexproof, a 1-5 spider with reach, or a 3-3 elephant with trample. So just another version of making things hexproof, turtle mode. I like... Turtle mode I like, engage. Yeah, I like the art of this, actually. It is really cool artwork, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for my land section, I don't have, like, anything that's, like, really worth talking about, except for, like, Halimar Depths. When it enters, you look at the top three cards of your library. That that does matter for us. Uh, Lidjara Miralek is fun because uh, we can sack it. It enters tapped, it taps for blue, and then you can pay two, two green, and a blue, and tap it. Uh, create a token that's a copy of target creature you control, except it enters with a 1-1. One, one. Activate only as yeah. a sorcery. Still still not horrible. What's this tabernacle doing in here? <laughs> no tabernacle. <laughs> don't, don't you worry about that. Um, and then oh, that, the, that little tabernacle? Don't worry about oh, that. That little guy? Um, <laughs> then the other one that's important for us, not important, but good, is just that Temple of Mystery, just an extra source of scry. Enters tapped, we scry one. It's not horrible. Brian, go ahead and read this Planeswalker. Ugh. <laughs> you say that, but, uh, but go on. We have Kiora, Master. Oh, I, I've seen this one in action. Uh, Kiora, Masters of the Depth 2. Green, blue. She's just chilling on a tentacle. Um, Planeswalker Kiora, plus one. Untap up to one target creature and up to one target land. Minus two. Reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put a creature card and or a land card from among them. This is so small writing. <laughs> from among them into your hand. Put the rest into your graveyard. Minus eight. You get an emblem with whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may have it fight target creature. Then put three, eight, eight blue octopi creature tokens onto the battlefield. Yeah. It does a lot. Yeah. That's a strong yeah. emblem. ETB, create, uh, what's that, 24 power? Mm -hmm. And you fight with whatever you enter. I uh, I pay one mana, drop a Lana War Elf down, get ready. <laughs> get ready, bo bo get ready, boys and girls, this is going to hurt. Sin comes eight, <laughs> three eight eights. Yeah, it's, uh, th this Planeswalker is not only a great emblem ability, but, uh, and again, Further evidence that things to shut off ETB are important, because that's mm -hmm. a problem, for sure. Good thing I'm making a new stack stack. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Kiara's Followers, like, or the Kiara Master of the Depths, is just a great card in general, and it's, like I said, it's so on theme. Um, we've got a really, really small sorcery section. Uh, it starts off with one of the cards. starts off with Ponder. Uh, one mana, you look at the top three cards of your library, you put them back in any order, you may shuffle and draw a card. Again, it's what we care about doing. Yeah. Um, we've got Preordain, uh, blue, scry two, then draw a card. Then my, one of my favorite cards I used to use when I played Bill, Serum Visions, draw a card, scry two. Yeah, nice, nice sources of one mana scry, which really matter. And then we just have this hyper annoying card. Um, it's Whelming Wave. Uh, it's two and two blue. You return all creatures except Krakens, Leviathans, Octopuses, and Serpents. Yeah. I don't like Cyclonic Rift. Yeah. This is, I'm just going to start summarizing that by calling them Kalos. Return all creatures except for Kalos. <laughs> there we go. Okay, now, now, Brian, we'll go back up to our uh, creature section, which is what we're trying to stack this top deck for. 
Oh man, I never knew that Eryxmases was a Kraken. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just everyone rewind <laughs> to that part. I'll splice it around. Bing, bang, boom. It's all going to be... I'm not going to do that. Um, so anyways, uh, the second one on our list is going to be Augury Owl. Uh, it's, it's not even a real card. Eh. <laughs> it's one hand a blue. What, what and set is that? This one? Yeah. I that's, can't that's not real. <laughs> that's Jumpstart. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, baby. <laughs> okay, okay, you had me. You almost had me there. It's in a confidence. bunch. It's in Magic 2011, Venceverse Cost, Plain Chase, Plain Chase, Mystery Booster, Jumpstart. It's actually not in that many things. All right, well, Augury Owl. I, for some reason, have a bunch of them. I don't know why. Um, It's two mana. It's a flying 1-1 one, one bird. When it enters, you scry three, which is scry four with our commander, and that's great. Oh, I've seen this guy. Please. He looks so weird. Brinolin the Moon Kraken, six and two blue. Legendary creature Kraken. When Brinolin the Moon Kraken enters the battlefield, or whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost six or greater, you may return target non land permanent to its owner's hand, and it has partner. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Big CMC tribal. Big booty. It's uh it's definitely nice because then we've got a little bit of uh little bit of ability to remove annoying things from the board, like if someone has uh stack of like ghostly prison kind of things we can at least oh, get yes. one of them back you know we've also Until got we play it on the next round yeah we've also got charix who's dummy thick yeah uh, charix the raging isle is a two uh two colorless two blue leviathan crab zero seventeen spells your opponents cast a target charix cost two more and then for three mana charix gets plus x minus x where x is the number of islands you control oof don't have more than 17 yeah Charix is thick. Yeah. It's a blocker that people aren't going to get through. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Dacra Mystic. One blue for a 1-1 one, one Merfolk Wizard. Uh, you can pay blue and tap it to have each player reveal the top card of their library. You may put the revealed cards into their owner's graveyard, and if you don't, each player draws a card. When did this card get made? Um, a while this is, ago. This, this was, was this turning is... into Nyx. This this is probably around the Matrix time. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is the artwork of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want the black pearl or the white pearl? This, I just like this because we generally aren't going to know what we're going to want to draw. So, like, we'll know our top card. But it's, uh, we'll know that we can throw something away. If someone in our playgroup is, like, known for tutoring and stuff like that, this is a great top deck control to be like, put that, put that right to the grave. I like it. Yeah. I don't want like to, this next card. Go on to but this. Oh, this little guy. <laughs> oh, this little guy. You don't need to worry about this little guy. That's just a little guy. Yeah, we have Elder Deep Feet, eight mana <laughs> for the Eldrazi Octopus, the Eldrazipus. Uh, it's got Flash. It has Emerge for five two blue. You can cast it by sacking a creature and paying the Emerge cost reduced by that creature's converted mana cost, which in this deck lets you really crack, uh, really like throw this out for free a lot of times. Or at least two blue? No, it's reduced by that creature's CMC, so you've got all the Kraken. Oh, blue. even the colors. Yeah. Oh. When you cast okay, it, it's cool. four target permanents. First off, hilarious to do to people in their upkeep so that they don't get their lands. It's very funny. And you ask people who hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> what? No untapped for Giacomo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elder Deep Fiend is pretty great. I like it a lot. Uh, we also, and especially a lot of the times, we're not even going to care about our thing because we're untapping every turn. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Uh, we've got Elvish Piper as well. It's three and a green Obviously. for a 1-1 one, one Elf Shaman. Pay one, you can put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield. The deck's about cheating. I don't know what to say. You yeah. got to cheat those cards into play. There's something you need to tell Kalen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made the deck for Kalen. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> she catches the underlying meaning to this deck. <laughs> Is there secretly 102 cards in this town? Uh, uh, no, that's that, I was out of sleeves. I'm, I'm into your sleeves, which only have 100. <laughs> you know, uh, we got a, oh, sorry. I was going to say, take this next one here, Brian. So we got Harbor Serpent, four and two blue creature serpent with island walk. Do you know what you haven't? I haven't been seeing a lot of creatures that have like a land type of walking recently. Um, but Harper Serpent can't attack unless there are five or more islands on the battlefield. And it's a 5-5. Five five. Looks very angry. It does look very angry. Yeah. Like, someone's like, he's very angry at this guy. Like, you just woke me up. Like, what's going on here, guy? You want this one here, Slothy? I sure do. I love this card. Uh, next up, we've got Hullbreaker Horror. Five double blue for a 7-8 Kraken Horror with Flash. This spell can't be countered. Whenever you cast a spell, choose up to one. Return target spell you don't control to its owner's hand. Or return target non-land permanent you control to its, er, non-land permanent to its owner's hand. We have a lot of one-drop, like, scry-draw, scry-draw, scry-draw. Yep. We have a lot of those. That's going to be rough. And especially it's a 7-8. Like, that's it's thick. Yeah. All of them are thick. Well, majority. Yeah, there's some really big power and toughnesses in here. Um, the next we have is Icebreaker Kraken. It's 10 and 2 blue. It costs one less for each snow land you control, which is probably I'm going to likely replace all the lands in the deck with uh, snow just for this card alone. Worth it. I'll have to get them back to you. Yeah, exactly. Worth it. Um, it costs one less for each snow land you control. It's an 8-8. When it enters, artifacts... Uh, when it enters artifacts and creatures, target opponent controls don't untap during that player's next untap step, which is hilarious. And then you return three snow lands you control to their owner's hand, and you can return it to its owner's hand. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this card a lot. It's it's very ominous looking. Yeah, it almost like, uh, I don't know, for some reason, like just with the maybe the sizing of the card that's on my screen, like the face that's in the center almost looks like a conquistador with like a helmet. And then you just see like the little mustache and nose. <laughs> true my imagination's going wild <laughs> uh, next up we got inkwell leviathan seven and two blue obviously artifact creature leviathan island walk and trample and shroud 7-eleven <laughs> yeah it's that's, uh, that's a very I, I like big card this at all uh next up we got cami of the crescent moon double blue for a one three legendary spirit at the beginning of each player's draw step that player oh it's a group hug deck yeah, that player exactly. draws an additional card Seems fair and balanced. It is a group hug card. The, I was just reading the... I love Cabbie of the Crescent Moon. We'll throw that in first. But I was just reading the flavor text for the Inkwell Leviathan. Into its maw went the seventh sea, never to be seen while, we, while the world remains. Yeah, they're big. They're real big. They drink an entire sea. <laughs> um, Brian, you take this next one, because I feel like it's something you would enjoy. And because I don't want to try pronounce Kadera, Kadera, that's what I would have given back to you. Yeah, so we call got it, call Keter- it the get wrecked Le- Leviathan. Cataract. Maybe that's it. Cataract. Cataract. Yeah. Uh, Leviathan. K e d e r e k t. Come on, wizards. Throw it in random. 
<laughs> random letters. Um, six and two blue. When Cataract Leviathan enters the battlefield, return all other non-land permits to their other's ha- owner's hand. Unearth for six and a blue. Dad, like you don't like Cyclonic Rift, but the, I, I'm this seeing a theme too. in this deck. This hits me too. So you're gonna play them all over again. Eh, potato, potato, for Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, and then it's got Unearth as well. Mm-hmm. For even cheaper. Oh, I have to take the next one because it's an amazing card. So good. Mm-hmm. And I've recently bought a lot of these. Uh, it's Coma, Cosmos Servant. Probably one of the most annoying cards in Magic. Uh, it's three colorless, two blue, two green for a 6-6 six, six Serpent. It cannot be countered. At the beginning of each upkeep, you create a 3-3 three, three blue Serpent to- uh, creature token named Coma's Coil. Sack another Servant. You choose one. Tap target permanent. Its activated abilities can't be activated. Or Coma gains indestructible. And this this makes them at each upkeep. Not each of your upkeeps. Each upkeep. Mm-hmm. This is Coma's a problem card for sure, and so annoying. And generally, it's a, like they try to make it a little fair by like costing it really, really high at seven. But we're gonna drop it for four. You're playing green. Yeah, like, we're gonna drop it for four. Yes, that's an exile on sight card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this one before. Kraken of the Straits. Five and two blue. Creatures with power less than the number of islands you control can't block Kraken of the Straits. And it is a 6-6. I like that one. Yeah. Um, We've got Llanowar Elves. Single green. Tap it to add green. Are you looking at the next one, Brian? No, I'm reading the the flavor text of the Kraken of the Straits. Thassa felt no need to punish the sailors for their folly in crossing the Straits. The Kraken would do it for her. Me playing this game drunk with power on literal crack and rum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they came out with a, there's a limited edition ceramic uh, bottle. Of Kraken? Yeah. I saw it this morning. Will, uh, I'm going to be looking for that. I will may have, maybe have to check that out. I love crack and rum. It's really good rum. Um, hey, free advertisement, Kraken. Yeah. We have Lorthus the Tidemaker, which enables me to do one of my favorite things in this game, and that's wreck people's games. Uh, if you have Awakening out so that you get your like if you have like something that gives you that untap like uh wilderness reclamation for instance uh lorthos just makes it so you can ruin someone's game uh lorthos is five triple blue for an eight eight octopus very good stats for an octopus um when lorthos the tide maker attacks you may pay eight again on theme for the octopus if you do you tap up to eight target permanents they don't untap during their controller's next untap step so you can just consequence-free keep someone's lands tapped down for the rest of the game. You don't even have to attack that player. You can just do it just for fun. Just for funsies. I wonder if they actually just magically pick to the number eight, or if they're like, octopus have eight legs. No, I'm, We I'm, will. I'm sure it was on theme. <laughs> yeah. Behold the octopod. Hey. <laughs> Sloppy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Mesmering. Or mesmerizing Benthid, three double blue for a four five octopus. When mesmerizing Benthid enters battlefield, create two zero two blue illusion creature tokens with whenever this creature blocks a creature, that creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. And mesmerizing Benthid has hexproof as long as you control an illusion. I love this card. Yeah, I, I really want more of these cards. I really, I, at first I was like, what, like, what am I looking at here? But then I realized it's like the big octopus and then the illusions are like the little ones floating yeah. around it. Like that. Mm-hmm. I love the art. That's so cool. Yeah. I really want a bunch of these in foil. Oh, if just the jellies. 
That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a really, really cool one. Um, we've also got a, where did my list go? We've got a Nadir Kraken, uh, which is really weird artwork too. Uh, one double blue for a 2-3 Kraken. Whenever you draw a card, you can pay one. If you do, you put a 1-1 one, one counter on Nadir Kraken and create a 1-1 one, one blue tentacle creature token. It's all just funneling them all to its mouth. Yeah. Yep. All of the tentacles behold them. <laughs> you are, Surprisingly, like you are making like copies of stuff. I'm surprised like a doubling season's not in here. No, you could go that pretty easy, and, like, it would be really fun to put, like, things like uh, Clone Legion, like, any of the big, like, double ones, mm-hmm. uh, Rights of Replication, any of those things, that would be really cool, but I just wanted I just wanted to play Octopus Roulette. I'm a simple man. Oh, this one's so cool. Octavia Living Thesis, 8 and 2 blue, Elemental Octopus, the art looks amazing actually mm-hmm. um this spell costs eight less to cast if you have eight or more instance or sorcery cards in your graveyard and ward eight magecraft whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell target creature has base power and toughness eight eight until end of turn and octavia is an eight eight this way we can make our commander a legendary or an honorary octopus to slap people with mm-hmm yeah, Octavia is yep. a really cool, and I think Octavia would be fun to make a commander on just in general, mm-hmm. like as its own deck. That Ward Eight, Ward Eight is something you you can't get around. That what are you going to do? Pay nine to attempt to exile it, right? That's rough. Yeah, this uh, is amazing. I love this name. What the Please. next one? <laughs> yeah, you take this next one too, Brian. <laughs> Octo Prophet. Behold the Octo Prophet. <laughs> I had no idea they had a prophet for octopus. Three and a blue. It's an octopus. Whatever octoprophet enters the battlefield, scry to. It's everything we like in this deck. It's our. It's the tribe we want. It's low cost enough to uh, get it out in general. It's got good scry. I love it. The name. The name and does it, it for me. And it is the octoprophet. He foretells the coming wondering. of the krakens. I was wondering if you were to have this card in here. I like that you do. Oh yeah, this one. I feel like this one's almost a must-have in uh, in like tribal or creature-heavy decks like that. Uh, it's gonna, it's Realmwalker. So we've got two and a green for a shapeshifter, which uh, and a two-three. It's got changing, so it's every card type. As it enters, you choose a creature type. You can look at the top card of your library at any time, and you can cast spells of the chosen type from the your top of your library. Um, generally speaking, we're going to choose obviously like Kraken or Octopus. We seem to have a lot of those, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just that ability to look at the top one. You can also bounce stuff back, so you can even change it up all depending if you really wanted to. Well, we're just we're trying to cast those big things for four, right? So just knowing that something's up there when we trigger that ability is going to matter so much more. <clears throat> I didn't see this guy in New Capenna. That's cool. Yeah. You want to um, take this one, Slothy? Yeah, sure. Uh, we got Reservoir Kraken. Uh, two double blue for a 6-6 six, six. Kraken with Trample and Ward 2. At the beginning of each combat, if Reservoir uh, Kraken is untapped, each opponent may tap an untapped creature they control. If they do, tap Reservoir Kraken and create a 1-1 fish creature token with this creature can't be blocked. Fish city! This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to ta- tap it, double it, or pass it on? <laughs> Magic Carp finally became useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like this one. I really like the ward mechanic. I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I just can't believe you make a fish. A fish? A fish hero? These are fishy plays, Brian. Yeah. Let me be. 
Uh, we also have Scourge of Fleets, which is also just Nightmare Fuel artwork. Mm-hmm. It's uh, five double blue for a 6-6 six, six Kraken. When it enters, return each creature your opponent's control with toughness X or less, where X is the number of islands you control. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Saying a theme that I don't like. Oh, obviously you got to add this guy in here. Sea Dasher Octopus, one and two blue. You can mutate him. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Let me tell you, this is another w- great way to make Knessos an octopus. Yeah, true. Knessos doesn't lose the ability when it mutates. Nope. Yeah. It's the hmm. octopus hat. It's always needed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just head walking yeah. around. The next one's interesting as well. Uh, we've got Serpent of the End- Endless Seas. Uh, it's four and a blue for a star star serpent. Uh, its power and toughness are equal to the number of islands you control. Uh, it can't attack unless defending player controls an island. Yeah. Which makes sense when they're sea serpents. If you don't have islands, then really, what are you doing? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Shark to Crab. Two green and blue for a 4-4 four, four shark octopus crab. Uh, it's got two green and a blue to adapt one. And whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on a shark to crab, tap target creature and opponent controls, that creature doesn't untap during that controller's next untap step. Talking about things of nightmares, like whoever thought of this design for this thing is... <laughs> they right. should make one of those like C-rated movies with this guy as the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, next up, we got Shipbreaker Kraken, four and two blue. You can make it monstrous by six and two blue for monstrosity four. Uh, if this creature isn't monstrous, uh, monstrous, put four plus one plus one counters on it and it becomes monstrous. When Shipbreaker Kraken becomes monstrous, tap up to four target creatures. Those creatures don't untap during their controller's untap step for as long as you control Shipbreaker Kraken. I do enjoy, like, the ability to kind of prevent attacks or, like, to hard tap stuff down. Uh, I used to do that within my my, um, reanimator deck, uh, like, killing off the white dragon uh, from Kamigawa to Mm -hmm. basically just keep everything tapped, bring it back, sack it again whenever they could untap their stuff. Uh, One of my cards didn't scan into the deck, so I'm going to just read it. It's Stormtide Leviathan. There is one of those in the deck. Uh, Stormtide Leviathan is 5, triple blue. It's an 8-8 Leviathan with Island Walk. And all lands are islands in addition to their other types. And creatures without flying or Island Walk can attack. I don't know. That so, doesn't check out. That'd be 101 cards. Uh, it would be 101 cards. It's uh, No, I can't remember what I took out for it. I think the Silver Raven's not in the deck anymore. <laughs> A wink, wink. <laughs> I promise you Stormtide <laughs> is in that list, though. Yeah. <laughs> do what you want with the map but Stormtide Leviathan's in the list as soon as you mentioned that I was like I want to scroll to the top <laughs> yep okay well Silver Raven I'm pretty sure isn't in the deck anymore but uh, if it is in the deck it is a 1 blue for a 1-1 one, one bird when it enters you scry 1 I'm pretty sure I took that out I was on wonder why it was in there it's, it's, it's like scry I'm pretty sure that's what I took out for Stormtide and I forgot to put in that because I needed Stormtide. Ooh, this guy looks like a big bad. Simic Sky Swallower, five, green, blue, flying, trample, shroud. Six, six. Yeah. Shroud is a big problem on creatures. Like, shroud built right in is rough, and a six, six flying trampling shroud is also rough, especially the 
comes down for four. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we've bred out the shortcomings of the species natural form and replaced them with assets of our own designed. Yeah, Momir Vig's wild. Yeah, there's some great flavor text in this deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sloth, you want this next one here? Yeah. So we got uh, Slin Voda, the Rising Deep, six double blue for an eight eight legendary Leviathan. Uh, it's got Kicker for one and a blue. When Slin Voda, the Rising Deep, enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, return all creatures to their hands or to their owner's hands, except for Murfo, Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, and Serpents. Yeah, this this even leaves our un unhat wearing commander alone. I love it. I love it so much. The next card, super problematic. Super problematic. Yeah, yeah. Can't be. This is must be removed from this deck immediately. Like if you, if this hits the field in a game where someone's playing like this, it's got to go spawning Kraken, a six, six Kraken for six. And whenever a Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent deals combat damage to a player, you create a nine, nine blue Kraken creature token. Uh, so if you make your unblockable fish into an octopus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, That's amazing. All, all you've got to do is just like, these things are big. Like, even if they're not unblockable, they're still like generally like between six six and like eight eight, so that's a problem swinging at most people. Most people don't have a board state that can withstand something wild like that. No, I don't think I've seen this card before. We got the reality chip, one and a blue, legendary artifact creature, equipment jellyfish. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. As long as the reality chip is attached to a creature, you may play lands and cast spells from the top of your library. You can reconfigure two and a blue and attach to a creature you control or unattach it. Unattach it from a creature, reconfigure only as a sorcery while attached. This isn't a creature. And it's a zero four. Yeah, reality <laughs> chip's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we got Talarian Terror. Six and a blue for a 5-5 five, five Serpent. This spell costs one less to cast for each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard, and it's got Ward 2. And it's 5-5. Five, five. Big old, big, big thick crack. Yeah. Serpent. Serpent cracking. Uh, we have- after, a, after a number of treaties on sea serpent mor- morphology, uh, we're swiftly revised. <laughs> True. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we also have Trench Gorger. Six double blue for a six six Leviathan with trample. When it enters, you can search for any number of lands, exile them, shuffle. If you do, Trench Gorger's power and toughness become equal to the number of cards exiled this way. That guy looks terrifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. All these things are nightmare fuel for sure. Except for this last one, it looks like an owl slash turtle slash dragon. Yeah. Or in the face. Go on and take its name, Brian. Rom Traumocrast. Kratos? Tromo? Tromo Kratos? I'm going to take your word for it. Tromocratus? I don't know. (laughs) Five and two blue legendary creature Kraken. Those names that we said before has hexproof unless it's attacking or blocking. Uh, Tromocratus can't be blocked unless all creatures defending player controls block it. Gross. Super annoying, yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah. (laughs) No, so this is uh this is my Kraken Roulette deck. It seems very fun to me. See why? It's uh it's also yeah. like a wildly budget deck. Mm-hmm. Like uh even especially if you take out uh, training grounds, this is like a around one hundred and twenty dollar deck. Yeah, yeah. Which is not very much. Like your commanders ten bucks, your artifacts are ten bucks. 
Your creatures are $66. Your enchantments are 53 And again, you could probably slim that down without... Oh, yeah, enchantments are 34 of it, 35 of its training grounds alone. $5 of instance. Yeah, it's like nothing. Oh, and then your lands count as $15. So, yeah, like this, this deck is not not extremely expensive to make. Like Apparently you, you have a salt summary of 27.73. Is that, is that a small one? Is that average salt? Average salt know. is 36. We're, we're not even salty. Everyone's on board. Until they start getting there's so There's so many cards that until they start to be salty yeah, in here. <laughs> me reading this. Hey, this is not very salty. Me explaining how to play the deck. All right, so you're going to want to Lorthos tap down people's lands and never let them untap. Doesn't matter if that player has wronged you. Might they play Cyclonic Rift? Never again. Go ahead. Tap seven. There. Do it. I dare They're you. They're never untapping again? Yeah. <laughs> Lord I'm, I'm amazed that with the cards that are in here, your average CMC is four. It's it's pretty low. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's like shockingly low curve-wise. But we do have... Even like, though like, the number of one drops is like 15. Is that what it is? Yeah. We got a lot of those. Mm-hmm. It's, um, like I said, it's just a very fun deck. You've got uh, a ton of top deck control. So you're, like, we, we've got a really, really basic land base because you don't really need to worry as much when half the deck is committed to seeing what's on top of your deck, right? You're going to control really, really easily. Um, Another one that I was considering putting in is, uh, I can't remember the name of the card, but it's an enchantment when you, uh, give me two seconds. You, you guys, you guys chat while I find this. I'm actually surprised by the number of lands that you have in the deck. I'm surprised at the amount of instants you have in the deck. There we go. That is that is very surprising, in all honesty. Still, not a single counter spell, but you know we're getting there. You don't need, you don't need it. He put it. He put a protection. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's getting there. Uh, it is into the wilds. Into the wilds. The card I definitely knew off the top of my head is another card that should be in a deck like this. Um, it's three and a green. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. If it's a land, you may put it on the battlefield. That's going to be phenomenal for scrying because mm-hmm. then we're not going to miss land drops. We're going to have so much stuff. That Let's mm-hmm. just pretend that's in the deck as well. Oh, it is 102 cards. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's just pretend that might be in the deck. I was like, thinking, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's in the deck. <laughs> well, it's good to see that you don't actually have enough, like, cards that actually have the code word island on them or keyword island on them to kill your guy you only have 10 which one with charts yeah ryan you didn't listen to stormtide leviathan did you <laughs> stormtide no, leviathan, the card very clearly in the deck uh is uh all islands you or all lands are islands in addition to their other types for everyone oh yeah then your guy's dying i get it yeah Charx is gonna die for sure but so are my opponents <laughs> <laughs> It checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add that back into that list right now, and we're going to pretend it was never gone. Get rid of your bird. Stormtide, Leviathan, and Into the Wilds. There we go. I love how it updated me that it was added. Oh, you guys got that live update? Yeah. Yep. All right. Deck size, 102. <laughs> no, um... There, there's only 100 cards in this deck. You guys have got to believe me. So the Raven's gone, and what else did I take out? I think, to be honest, I took Cameo. I don't think it fit in the deck. That kind of makes sense. All right, so Cami's gone. We're pretending Cami was never in there. Yep, there we go. Easy peasy. Life's good. I could just get rid of Cura. 
No, that card's wicked. But yeah, no, that's um that is my Kraken's Leviathan, my Kalos deck. It's uh it's a it's pretty fun. Like again, this is just a really cool ability to trigger. You don't need to really worry about you could even run this deck in mono blue or even make like a mono green, like only green mana for it, which would be mm-hmm. really, really entertaining to be able to play out a bunch of these huge blue pip creatures with only green mana in the deck. Like you could run just forests. Well, I guess you need to get Kinesos out. Thirty two forests, one island. I can't be able to have the the duels. Or not actual duels, but the forest forest islands. Anything, yeah. It's uh, like like I said, I just I like that you don't so much have to worry about like what mana is available for this ability. Uh, four is definitely, I think, a pretty low cost to be able to reveal these cards like into play, and it's yeah. gonna let you like uh, we're we're not running a lot of uh instants and stuff. Like I don't generally put a lot of my control stuff into instants with my more like fun decks. But, like, just even the fact that we can do, like, that, like, Keterect Leviathan at instant speed. If someone's, like, trying to swing out and kill us and I, I know it's at the top of my deck or I know it's in my hand and I've got a Brainstorm, I can Brainstorm, put it on top and be like, all right, I reveal this, bring this in, all non-land permanents. Gives you some interesting, like, lines of play to get things in at instant speed. You can do it whenever. You can save it. It also makes it very dangerous to try attack into you because no one knows what you're going to be whipping off the top. Like, you could be... Again, getting like an inkwell leviathan, you could drop a seven eleven. There's so many creatures that uh, when they come in, return everything. Yeah, there's there's a lot that mm-hmm. are problematic cards. It's more like cyclonic roulette. Cyclonic roulette, yeah. It's uh like I said, it it's just a it's a very fun deck. It functions really well. Um, next week we're doing the uh the Trellisara, and it's another scry themed one. La 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 la. Yeah, Trellisara. It's uh but. They, uh, Scry just gives you so much more consistency, right? That's what I always say, like, is the best part of, like, like, I think the C and CEDH stands for consistent. If you consistently do what you need to do, then all you need to do is change what you're doing, and then you win, right? Like, mm-hmm. yep. so, the Scry, especially that extra Scry, is going to really, really get you to what you need so fast in this. I feel it. Plus, the Octoprofit's Profit's yeah. super fun to play. <clears throat> Yeah, that card just seems so funny. Hail the Octo Prophet. <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely a wicked deck. You want to, uh, generally speaking, you want to try and like rip through the deck to get to that Kiora or to get to uh, like Kiora, Wilderness Reclamations, a Training Ground, the Awakening, anything that's letting you have those untaps. Because like short of an Eldrazi deck, your friends aren't going to be able to compete with your army of 8-8s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, unless you're playing against someone who has board wipe tribal, in which case, tap their lands down with Lorthos every turn. Yeah, you wouldn't want to let them fire again. Yeah, exactly. They get one. It's, get uh, one. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets one. No, I, uh, I, I just, I really like this deck. I thought it was a really, really cool card. Slothy, I think, has a version he's making as well mm-hmm. for this one. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. It's, uh, this deck I found, like, built itself. Like, it's just, uh, it's such an easy path of just, like, you've got four tribes to pick from mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, you could really dump a lot of cool shapeshifters into here. I just, I loved it. Yeah, I, I really like this commander. I think it was, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Brian? Mm-hmm. Not enough Cyclonic Rifts? Where's my Force of uh, Negation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this actually seems really cool, and at least gives a house or a home to... Uh, 
a creature type or multiple creature types that you never really get to see. Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely this is like definitely like a Timmy deck, like where you're just gonna drop drop things down, slap the table. It's it's fun. Yeah, I, I I'm excited to actually get to play play against this deck. Sweet. Well, that will be next week. I'm thinking uh, Dean wasn't free to stream this weekend, but we'll probably stream next weekend, and I'll play this one and a few of the other new ones, like a few of the other Jumpstart Commanders. But yes, I will, from there, wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, so much for getting to the end of our episode. We uh, always appreciate it. If there's any of these cards in the deck that you find a little too expensive, check out abyssproxyshop.com, promo code IT99. But this is a pretty cheap deck, so just head on in, buy and build your own version. It's it's going to be like a pretty cheap deck to put together and play. Um, if you want to check out any of our other content, it's all up on our website. Check out our videos we put up on YouTube. Uh, it's really, really fun playing Magic with my friends, so having like new cameras to stream them with has always been a great time. I think one of the videos this week is uh, when Slothy was overplaying, so... So it's, uh, it's a very fun, fun one with more of us than just myself. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a good, been a good year. So welcome back, everyone. After the actual New Year stuff, we are happy to be back into the swing of things, and we got lots of fun stuff coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, let me know on Instagram what's cracking, and maybe I'll send you a card. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>